So tonight we're talking about the great political divide. It's my personal opinion that our nation was sort of robbed of civility because of the uh, years-long behavior of Donald Trump and his supporters. What do you think? So this is Nicholas Snow. This is the snowstorm. It is February 2nd, 2024. Happy Black History Month. And uh, this show, it's just after 6 p.m. Pacific. And we're, out, we're now live across multiple social media platforms. If you've tuned in, I just want to remind you that uh, if you're watching live, I can curate your comments onto the screen just like that, and I will. And if you support this show for as little as $3 a month, I'll give you a shout out on a show after you sign up at that level. But if you support the show for $10 or more, what I'm starting to do is I'm sharing links into the Patreon platform that only people who give $10 or more can see, and it allows them to call into this show and comment via video. So all of the $10 and up subscribers actually have that link for this show. And for all I know, they could call in. And I was supposed to have a guest tonight who may or may not show up late, who uh, d disagreed with uh, something that I had posted. And he did so in a civil way. And on three different occasions, I've invited people who have disagreed with me onto the show. He was the first person to say he was going to take advantage of it. I confirmed his participation last night. So far, he's not here. But you know what? Even if he doesn't show up, we're going to be talking about what he had to say to me and what we would have said to him if he were here. So I hope he does show up. Um... Uh, let me tell you, I have uh, Robert and Wyatt in the back in the background. We were having some fun warm up conversation in the green room, and let me tell you, the snowstorm is going to be a blizzard tonight. Promo Homo TV is all about empowering you, our communities, and our world. Shouting out to my media partners, Pink Media. Amplifying Promo Homo TV across the Twitterverse with their hashtag I Love Gay campaign. GayDesertGuide.LGBT And KGay1065 Palm Springs, available worldwide. Ask your smart speaker to play KGAY. It's as simple as this. We will save our democracy in 2024, or we will watch the United States implode. I'm Nicholas Snow, and this crisis we face is why I have launched The Snowstorm, a nightly Hot Topics panel discussion show in which I will curate your social media comments into the show, and we will connect the conversation to action we can take to save America. Watch The Snowstorm nightly at 6 p.m. Pacific at promohomo.tv. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. And I'm going to tell all of you why in a minute. Um, so I have heard from our guest, and he says that he's in the studio, but he's not. So I'm going to just very quickly, bear with me, folks, I'm going to uh, send him a link to technical uh, information, which I previously did send. So uh, let's check this out. Bear with me. This is live television, but believe me, I think this guest will be worth the wait. Uh, and guess what? Uh, I have to bring on my guest, my, my panelists, to let them know what's happening because there's another surprise that I have for them. Okay, I've sent the technical support to my other panelists and hope that she shows up. So without further delay, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bring in, uh, Robert and Wyatt. Uh, Hey Wyatt. Hey Robert. Welcome. Hey Nicholas and Robert. How the hell are you? <laughs> Doing good here. And it's a pleasure to see both of you tonight. 
Uh, it's great to see you, and uh, I have I do know that our guest has successfully connected to the studio, and uh, Steve will be bringing you on. But the first thing I want to do is one of my one of my promo homo TV superstars has connected to the show. He watches the show almost every night. I've never met him in person, but he's become a great friend. And uh, let us welcome to the show Elk Whistle, a.k.a. Aaron Terry. Yay! Hello. Hello. How are you, Hi. my friend? Oh, Hi, God. Aaron. Hi. How are you, Nicholas? Hello, Robert. Hello. Quiet. <laughs> Hey. It's I'm so happy you joined. You're the first person to take advantage first of the superstars to take advantage of the option to pop into the show. Well, thank you. I won't be the last, I'm sure. <laughs> well, you can pop in anytime you want. Uh anytime I get around to posting that link. So, um you kind of know a little bit about the topic tonight, Aaron. What would you like to say about sort of um civility in our public discourse? Do you think that there's hope? I think there's hope because we have programs like what you're doing now and talking about it. But I think we have to be very proactive about it and start focusing on it now because if we don't, we will be in a crisis, especially with the election coming up. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, is there anything else that you would like to add? Well, I'm just glad. I'm thankful for what you're doing and, and people like Wyatt and Robert participating and being very proactive about discussing these things because it just takes time. Some people aren't used to hearing the noise, but I think once they hear it, then they'll get involved more. That's what we have to do. Well, if you hang out there in the green room and there's no pressure, if you want to, I promise I'll bring you back on the screen again at the end of the show. But if you prefer to just watch from the comfort of your of your home and not hold hold on for that don't don't be compelled to you know hang out there but it's so wonderful that you called in thank you okay thank you so uh gentlemen my 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 guest who i've invited tonight his name is steve i won't say his last name yet because i want to make sure i'm pronouncing it right um uh so one of the things we're talking about is in the show tonight is civil discourse and um I've alerted both of you to this thread that I posted. It was a, a meme of E. Jean Carroll uh, with a big smile of her. Uh, she's smiling with sunglasses. And the quote is, I grabbed him by the wallet. And uh, I alerted you to of it because it's had over a thousand uh, likes, loves, hates, you know, that type of response on Facebook. Wow. And I think into the 300s in terms of comments, uh, one of the things that I noticed for the most part is people just got kind of vicious with each other right away. And there really was very little civility in that thread. And, and let's start with you, Robert. What did, what did you think in your review of that? Well, I agree with you that uh, civility has been lost in, in our society. We have gone way downhill. Things are not, um, uh, people have been emboldened to talk about people and to people in ways that should be socially unacceptable. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to say um, this whole week, I just want to make a quick mention about my attire. I'm wearing these pearls. And the reason that I'm wearing them is that the Republicans have been clutching their pearls a lot recently. And for a gay guy like me, we don't clutch our pearls. When I see a set of pearls, I'm going to put them on and have some fun with it. So that's why, if anyone's wondering. But let me get back to what we were talking about. Um, Donald Trump really changed the conversation. And I'm going to go back to a point in time when he mocked a disabled reporter named Serge Kovaleski, and he did an impersonation of this man who has a physical disability, and that should have been the end of his presidential campaign. In the past, that would have been the end of a presidential campaign. And then he went on with the things like the uh, access Hollywood tapes and all that. And it, and people just 
started to think, well, this is okay. They, they started to accept this and it has devolved from there. So I, I've seen personally uh, the way uh, the conversations have gone in this particular thread. I saw examples of people treating each other with disrespect. And that's what, to me what it really comes down to. Um, respecting the uh, right of a person to disagree with you or agree with you in a civil manner. You don't have to resort to name calling and things like that. And I do have some examples of name calling that I'll bring up a little bit later in the show uh, that affected me personally. But for this thread, it was amazing to see how people jumped at the opportunity to really attack other people. Well, I'm just reminding our viewers that might be seeing you for the first time that you are a gay author and indie publisher. People can check you out at robertcarlauthor.com. And uh, so thank you for being here. Thank you for being one of my regulars. So Wyatt, what did you think about that thread, the never-ending popping thread? I mean, I thought it was a great thread. I mean, it just encapsulized everything about the situation. You see, the, the problem is that Trump is this insidious virus that keeps on giving and not in a good way. And he has made it acceptable for people to reveal their worst selves. You know, before he came along, people would not talk about this stuff publicly, not nearly as much as they do now. Trump has just opened the Pandora's box for people to be like pit bulls, like savage, vicious pit bulls that are after each other. He has just destroyed the decorum of this nation um, in so many horrible, horrible ways. So he's opened the Pandora's box. He's released all of these hateful things. And um, it's really, it's really sad. It is really very sad. It is. And once again, for my viewers, this is Wyatt O'Brien Evans, journalist, author, and radio personality. Find his podcast at wyattevans.com. And before we wrap the show tonight, I'll be letting them both talk about uh, some of uh, some of the exciting things that they are up to. And uh, I'm going to take a quick break because we do have a special invitee tonight that we're going to have a civil conversation with after this. particular shirt is the crux of the hopeful sexual campaign and it is designed to inspire authentic human connection while simultaneously combating sexual sexuality based shame and stigma and the really cool thing is if you go to hopefulsexual.com it takes you to an amazon store where this shirt is available in all sorts of styles sizes and colors and i use the revenue to fund promohomo.tv so check it out i think everyone almost everyone is a hopeful sexual don't you And 
I think that when I bring my my guest on, the, the, our on-camera configuration will change. We'll see. Without further delay, welcome to the show, Stephen. Stephen, do you pronounce your last name Gaboni? No, it's Gibbony. Gibbony. I'm glad that yes. I asked. So welcome I, to the I show. I like Gibbony, Jamaica, but with, uh, with a G, Gibbony. Well, welcome to the show. You oh. are, uh, you're calling, are you, do you live in, D, in Desert Hot Springs? Yes, I do. And you have a wife and kids. And a few years ago, you ran for uh, city council. Yeah. You are self-employed. Doing what? I do home repairs. I'm a, I'm a contractor. Oh, good for you. I admire anybody with those skills. I love working so, on my hands. So I want to get kind of get right into it because you presented a lot of fascinating ideas. And I sure. wanted, as I mentioned, I've invited a few people on my show that had different opinions. By the way, congratulations on the the great run at the Revolution Stage Company of the recent show. Oh, yeah, thank uh, they're you. doing great work there. They're really doing great work there. So James when you're not a carpenter, guy. you're an actor. <laughs> yeah, I yes. love that. So I'm going to, uh, I'm actually, I have the ability to put on the screen mm -hmm. uh, your comments uh, mm -hmm. and we'll use that to start out the conversation. I'm not going to leave it on the screen. I just want people in the audience to know that this is what, this is what I'm going to be referencing as the four of us are discussing this. So uh, this is a screenshot of the um, comment that you uh, made on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna go through it a bit by bit and, and all discuss it and all discuss it. So mm -hmm. it, there it is. And mm -hmm. uh, um, one of the things I wanna ask you, Steve, Stephen, before I get into it is, was it your perception that I said in a comment that uh, e, you, uh, e. Jean Carroll was sexually assaulted? When did when was your impression that I used the wrong term at the wrong time? Was that in a post? Was that in the actual show? It was in the video that you uh, you, you shared of you saying it. You said um, I don't understand something like I don't understand why the other side doesn't understand that he's a he's been convicted of sexual assault. And he used the term sexual assault, and I went to go look, and it wasn't actually what it was. It was, I mean, you can you can bend the words whatever you want, but I just wanted to keep hold you accountable to what you said. It wasn't sexual assault. Do I believe he's a, he's a great guy? No, I don't believe he's a great guy. But I just I just wanted to get in there and say keep keep it a little cleaner, more to the truth. Okay, so your your issue with your issue with uh, my statement is that in the the, the jury technically convicted him uh, of being liable, liable of sexual abuse. That was what the jur That was what the reading was by, uh, by the jurors. The jurors could not find that there was sexual assault, but there was some sexual abuse that they convicted him on, and it was defamation. So, what is your? Uh, I'm I'm just going to turn up your volume here. I have the ability okay. to do that. Uh, I'm going to turn up your volume. Okay, I've done that. Mm -hmm. So what is what do you think the difference is between sexual abuse and sexual assault? Well, I don't, it's not that I think there's a difference. There is a difference. Um, sexual assault is very different than abuse. It's probably closer than farther. But, uh, you know, abuse can be, um, you know, to children, mostly to children. You sexually abuse children. Um, but that, that was just, it was mostly a technical term. It was mostly, and here, the, the reason, the, the biggest reason I pointed it out was because when, when people pick a side, when they, when they decide to go with one side or the other, they tend to exaggerate and go a little bigger and make it sound a little worse than it was. And facts start to get lost in that range that people go to because they're trying to convince other people of something that they really feel passionate about. So maybe it's semantics, but the main point was that it was that what you used was sexual assault, and that wasn't part of the case. At the end. Okay. Well, I wanted to I wanted to get into sort of what your disagreement uh, is, but mm -hmm. um, I'm going to I'm going to have to disagree with you here because um, I've I've done my own research. Mm -hmm. You can find a lot of sources of information. Mm -hmm. the The source I'm going to go with is. Uh, from a California law firm 
mm-hmm. Rose Klein and Marias. Mm-hmm. And they state this. Sexual assault is most often used to describe sex crimes committed against adult victims. Mm -hmm. Sexual assault is also more commonly used in reference to isolated acts, such as a single incident of inappropriate or non-consensual sexual Mm -hmm. touching. Mm -hmm. Sexual assault is a broad term that can refer to many different sex crimes, including sexual touching sexual behaviors and rape Mm -hmm. so when i was using the term sexual assault Mm -hmm. that is specifically uh the definition that i was using Mm -hmm. we have a viewer who's tuned in he's commenting quite a bit um he believes that uh abuse and assault are the same Mm -hmm. that's his perspective so uh, Stephen, what is your response to what I said related to that definition of sexual assault? Well, you, you chose something out of a California group that was, wasn't even part of the case. And what I picked, I, I, I even posted after, after my comment was an image, a screenshot of the actual report. I think it was PolitiFact that reported it. Was on ProPublica it was ProPublica, and I have it. Yes. And, you, and, and again, I asked you if, you're, if, you're, if your issue is with what I described that the jury did. So the jury, according to ProPublica, which is what you responded, is that um, they agreed that he had sexually abused E. Jean Carroll. But sexual abuse would fall into the definition of sexual assault that I just read. So even though the jury, within the context of the court, is using the term sexual abuse, it was, in fact, based upon that definition, whether or not the jury used the language, a sexual assault. I'm going to give you a chance to, you know, rebut us and to mm-hmm. say more. It's not going to be a one-sided conversation. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'd love to, uh, Wyatt, this is Stephen, and Robert, this is Stephen. Uh, uh, Ro- Robert, I'd like to give you you a chance to respond to what we've been talking about, as, and then Wyatt, and then we'll let Stephen come back. I do agree that precise language is important. Um, However, sometimes uh, when these kinds of arguments take place or disagreements, um, you get tangled up in the weeds of that rather than looking at the big picture. And in this case, uh, I'm going to refer to a uh, headline from the Washington Post, July 19th, 2023. So this is not a legal document, but it is a conservative um, publication, the Washington Post. And it says, jurors found Trump liable for sexual assault. So, you know, in the public eye, that is what occurred. And rather than getting into uh, the minutia of the definition between the various degrees of the assault, I think the important thing for the public to know is that Donald Trump assaulted her in a sexual manner. Um, And you can argue those fine points all you want, but I I really think that that distracts from the big picture. So that's my take on it. Wyatt? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, in a sense, it's like you're. Um, it, it's it's like we are dealing with semantics and and all of that. But this is someone who forced himself on someone else sexually, and I have something from USA Today, actually today's edition, and it stated some. It stated this: federal judge. Lewis Kaplan ruled in August of 2023 that the jury verdict showed Carol's rape allegation was substantially true. And he also stated that the jurors' conclusion that Trump sexually abused Carol necessarily implies that the jurors did, in fact, believe that he penetrated her with his fingers. So ergo rape. So, you know, when you when you try to differentiate between abuse and assault, to me, it's like, you know, the semantics, it's like, ah, like splitting hairs. And 
I think most sane people, reasonable people, will come to the conclusion that this man assaulted, sexually assaulted that woman. Stephen? I mean, uh, you know, you, you can, you can, you can say all that it's like a lot of times people will um will have their house emptied of their of their of their expensive possessions when they're not there and then when they get home they call the police and then they tell all their friends for the next couple of weeks i was robbed being robbed and being burglarized are very different things being robbed means you have you have a gun held to you saying give me all your possessions being burglarized means no one did that to you they came in quietly took your stuff and left nobody was encountered so you know that's not splitting hairs that's a that's a legal definition a technical term and i don't believe that my main point with you nick was was that you have a big following and i was i i wanted to make a strong point that assault was not the legal term used the abuse was and if you had said abuse i never would have even commented but no and i i want to acknowledge that i i used the word assault and i might have attributed to attributed it to part of the jury decision hmm. And I completely acknowledge the jury didn't use that word. But when you look at what a sexual assault is mm -hmm. and the abuse that he committed, the abuse that he committed was, in fact, a sexual assault as defined broadly by the law. So I was referring to the spirit of his behavior as opposed to the specific term that was used by the jury. That's, that was the intent behind right. And it. you're entitled to that, but, but legally through the case, it didn't turn out that way. That was all my point was. So could I ask you a question? If somebody got on Facebook and said, I was robbed and they described a burglary, are you going to go and correct them and, and say, oh no, you weren't robbed, Good you were burglarized. I don't think a, a single person's burglary or robbery has as much impact as what, when people talk about a, a past president who's going to be running for a future president. I don't think I think that's a bigger context of importance to, to correct people on rather than someone whose home was was so, intruded upon. So sexual assault is defined as non-consensual sexual touching, and the jury uh, believed that he forcefully penetrated uh, E. Jean Carroll's vagina with. Uh, his fingers. Mm -hmm. So why is that not, in your mind, non-consensual sexual touching, which is sexual assault? It's not. I'm just going by, by, by the legal paperwork that came out and the legal, the legal outcome of that case. Because if we want to keep adding layers onto things that we think we interpret it to be, we can go really out there. And then that's what we're presenting as what happened in the case. We have to follow some sort of guardrails so that we don't get too far outside of of what of, of what the reality was the reality is the jury believed that he was actively inserting his fingers into her vagina that's mm -hmm. the reality mm -hmm. that is non-consensual touching is it not which means rape the outcome of the trial did not include assault and that was all my point was was that to keep it within what the outcome of the trial that's was. not the question if someone puts it puts their if a man puts his fingers in another woman's vagina without her permission isn't that non-sexual non-consensual sexual touching um I, i'm not i won't i won't be put on a spot like that because it's it's kind of like a I'm, I wasn't part of the case. I'm not. I'm not on trial for that. We're not no, talking no, about the case. Any, we're not talking about the case. We're talking about a specific example that I'm asking you. If if a man puts his fingers in a woman's vagina without mm -hmm. her permission, mm -hmm. that's not what you would consider non-consensual sexual touching. It's inappropriate to by, by all means. I, I don't. I'm not going to give you the the legal definition of each one of those words in that line because. I, I'm not going to put myself in that spot. Okay. But, you know, um, Go ahead, but, Wyatt. But still, it's rape. This is this is non-consensual. This is rape. Even though some people might say, well, it's only fingers. Fingers could still do significant damage to a woman in that way. So, again, you know, here is a real-life example is it or isn't it rape if the woman does not want the man's fingers in her vagina? I'm not a lawyer, so I can't define those terms for you but, on the spot. But, 
Oh, so I have a I, Wyatt. I thank you, but I, we're not we're not going to get to a place of agreement here. But no I one think, can. I think what, what he no, sounds like what he did was inappropriate. I'm not saying what he did was appropriate. I'm just going by the by the exact what words. he what he did was put her according to the the jury's belief mm -hmm. put his fingers in her vagina without her permission mm -hmm. could so, i jump in with one thought yes to me a person who is running to for the highest office in the land should be held to an even higher standard than a normal everyday kind of person so for us to for anyone to kind of downgrade this, I think it's more appropriate to really say what actually happened. And I do believe that if you want to be the leader of the United States of America, you should be on the moral high ground and not trying to defend putting your fingers into a woman's vagina without her permission. There's no defense for that, no matter what you call it. And, well, and, you know, go ahead, and, and the trying to split hairs and all of that, it's, it, that doesn't work for me. I mean, no, it just doesn't. Hmm. Well, Stephen, do you feel like you've been fairly represented here? Sure. I didn't I didn't put myself in any corners and I defended what my original comment to you was, was that it wasn't it wasn't a legal outcome of the case. And I just wanted to. Well, put that out they didn't, they, I, I, they, I think you're a very fair person and you and I actually have met years ago. We met somewhere in one of the buildings around the chicken ranch across from the Palm Canyon Theater. You were there okay. with the camera and we talked one day and you even said, you know, I'd like to interview you or whatever, but it didn't work out. But that's fine. I think you're a very fair guy for the most part. And, um, you know, I, I don't know much more about you than what I see. And so I, I will come on any time um, and, and defend anything you'd like me to defend. Well, I appreciate the civil discourse, um, yeah. and I would have to say that I don't care what the jury ultimately, you what language the jury ultimately used. We know that the behavior of him putting his fingers in her vagina was proven and acknowledged by the jury. That's and a bit of a that's a bit of a slippery uh, stance to take because you're saying. You know, whatever the jury says, I'm just going to throw it out if it doesn't suit what I believe happened. Don't you think that's a little? little no, the jury, the jury, the jury agreed with that. The jury agreed with that. Mm -hmm. That's not. I'm not saying what the jury said. The jury, mm -hmm. the jury believed that, and mm -hmm. it was the basis for uh, the verdict and and the judgment. Okay. I'm not putting words in the jury's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you for coming You're on welcome. the show, Stephen, and I. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you can you. hang you out too. and listen to what we continue to talk about, but we'll be yeah. kind. Have me on anytime. Right. Stephen, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks nice a lot. So, well, that was that was nice. Um, I I don't, you know, we're not going to come to a, the same place, and uh, but you know, we have to take this effort. We have to take this effort uh, at this time in in our history to have these conversations. And uh, Michael, who's been watching, though, he has some really strong feelings. And uh, he says, we're all adults. We know what sex is. And we know when it's unwanted. Um, he is infuriated by the conversation. Uh, Aaron says it was not consensual sex, and it was sexual abuse or assault under the law. And uh, so, you know, and Michael says she was violated. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I just find it all to be heartbreaking and sad. And I think that fundamentally the bottom line is that people's lives are involved. And yeah. um, I actually, I actually want to remind my viewers of something. I think it's important while I look for it, uh, why? What would what would you like to add? No, you know, I want to emphasize what Robert said. You have a man who's running for the highest office in the land, and we have to deal with this. You know, it's just never in my life did I believe that we would get to this point in this country. I mean, it's 
it's heartbreaking. That's the word for it. And Robert? And <clears throat> pardon me, I'll just say again, trying to defend these actions and, and trying to kind of like, I, I just feel like that's a distraction. The, the exact wording is a distraction from the actual action that took place. And the actual action that took place was a physical sexual assault on a woman by a man in a place and time when it was unwanted. And it look at how long it took her. A lot of the comments were about how long it took her to come around to this. Well, it takes people who are victims of sexual assault. Many times it takes them many, many years to come to terms with what happened to them and to actually uh, find the courage to step forward. So I find a lot of that just to be a distraction from the actual um, actions that took place, which are disgusting. Well, to be fair to Stephen, he uh, he's not condoning the behavior. Oh, he was being very specific about the language, just in oh, case that that wasn't clear. Oh, Go ahead. But when you start arguing in that way, people get all involved in the language and they forget about the victim. Well, this is why I want to review these these facts. Donald Trump, the president of the United States from 2017 to 2021, has been accused of rape, sexual assault, and sexual harassment, including non-consensual kissing or groping by at least 25 women since the 1970s. Uh, my source is Wikipedia. On May 9th, 2023, a New York jury in civil case found Trump liable for sexual abuse and defamation against E. Jean Carroll. They awarded Carroll $5 million in damages after which Trump continued to go out and lie about her and defame her. And so this was uh, the from the broadcast I did January 26th. Today, January 26, 2024, as the world now knows, and as CNN.com echoed, jury finds Trump must pay $83.3 million to E. Jean Carroll. A jury said that Donald Trump should pay $83.3 million in damages Friday, an eye-popping sum that marks the, short, the sharpest legal setback for a former president now entangled in multiple criminal and civil cases why he campaigns for the White House. And uh, you two were on the show that night when we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. right. And of course, there's the Access uh, Hollywood tapes. There's, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them, as Maya Angelou, right. Angelou said. Right. Um, before I bring Aaron back on, because I promised, and he's one of my superstars, and he called in, uh, I want you to each talk about the great things that you have coming up. Let's start with you, Robert. Well, since you're bringing Aaron on, I want to give a shout out to him, because he actually gave me the idea for the title of one of my upcoming books. We happen to be chatting. And I'm bringing Aaron on right now. Hey, Aaron, congratulations. Aaron, Thank you. Aaron, you might not remember this conversation, but I do. Okay. And we were chatting, and you were talking about an experience that you had, and you mentioned a term, the Goldies. Yes. And I had been planning a book about aging gay boomers and what they go through, and I had a different title in mind. But when I heard the term, the Goldies, I thought, Oh my God, this is perfect. So the title of the upcoming book is The Goldies and the subtitle is 50th High School Reunion. And while it's really going to be on the topic of the challenges being faced by an aging LGBTQ plus population, I have to, my salute to you, Aaron. Oh, thank you. Excellent title, The Goldies. So look for it coming up in June. Okay, I'll be buying it. Thank you. So I have a question, and you, I have a, I have a question. You guys are not not going to like it. So would you call equipment geared toward Goldies who are into bondage Goldilocks? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Clever, clever, clever. It's going in the book. That's how yeah. my mind works. Uh, well, congratulations on that. And mm -hmm. uh, I want to actually put up this again, robertcarlauthor.com. Wyatt, what's up with yes. your podcast? I know you have a lot coming up. Uh, yes. A lot coming up. Yes, I do, Mr. Snowstorm. Yeah. Next Saturday, the Wyatt podcast is back, and it looks like I'm going to have an interview with one of the major activists in Uganda. You know, recently, some, in May of last year, Uganda passed this anti-gay bill, which essentially, if you're caught having sex, even, you know, even in private, you could be killed you could get the death penalty. So this activist is doing a lot to try to fight that. And I'm going to have him on the uh, on the podcast. So that looks like that's going to happen next uh, Saturday. I'm still on my Nothing Can Tears Apart Shattered book tour. Um, the Advocate uh, TV show has interviewed me. So that should hit sometime next week. And they have many more viewers than I do. So you go, girl. And that is an excellent book. Shattered is an excellent book, let me tell you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Carl. And I'm going to have some really big shattered news in a few months. Something I'm really I'm working on that is so huge that I'm blown away by it. Oh, boy. Wow. wow. By the way, Michael, Michael, in response to my Goldilocks uh, joke, he says, Nicholas, just no. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I knew that it was going to be terrible before I even said it. Well, uh, congratulations to both of you. So, Aaron, what are you up to? You're, you're so involved. I'd love for my audience to know a little bit about you. I mean, you, you're, first of all, you're an athlete. You're going to all these competitions. Yeah. But you're also an advocate, an activist, and you're engaged in... Oh, especially working with veterans, you do amazing things. Yeah, I do some things. Uh, working with veterans, trying to stay healthy. I'm trying to be a personal trainer right now for seniors. That's my that's my big focus for because we are living longer and aging, and we need to be healthy as we do it. So, okay yeah. then. Well, good for and you. You know, Aaron. You and you know, Aaron, you won't do my show for some reason. I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't do your show, it. but he did mine. So I'm there. <laughs> he said, I, I know. I'm jealous. I have this way of att attracting hot men to my show. <laughs> mm, um, well, yeah, I, we have to talk. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you what's up with me. Well, actually, so um, by the way, Michael is a veteran, and he says, as a veteran, I appreciate that. He appreciates oh, the advocacy you. that you do. So uh, I think everyone on the screen knows that, uh, you know, I, I, I published an episode, which is a tour of a sex club. And uh, I published it last Sunday at 6 p.m. at broadcast, and it's had 4,900 views since Sunday at 6 p.m. Congratulations. That's great. And I think all of you watched it, didn't you? Yes, indeed. Okay, so what did you think, Aaron? Um, it was very good. I mean, it, it's not my first time ever going to one, so it was fun. <laughs> Oh, so it wasn't new. Angle. It wasn't new, and it was kind of geared toward people that had never been there before. But a lot mm -hmm. of gay guys locally have been really wanting to know what happens there without having to go, and now they know. Mm -hmm. And uh, Victor Yates, oh my goodness, he's he just tuned in, and some of his favorite people are in one show. So good, good Victor, we're having a reunion. By by the way, Happy Black History Month to Victor Victor and. Uh, Aaron and Wyatt and frankly all of us, we all need to engage with Black history and cele celebrate the good and acknowledge the bad and uh, own our part in it and make the world a better place. So I'm excited about uh, the response to the various episodes of the show. It means a lot that they're creating these sorts of conversations and um, 
this is February 2nd, so this is my 33rd day in a row that I've done a live broadcast at 6 Congratulations. p.m. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, uh, did you go to Club 541, Michael? Or did you? are you just referring to watching the episode? We really want to know. I want to know. Um, so... Uh, Victor, if you didn't catch it, I broadcast a show earlier in the week about the new Club 541 Sex Club here in Palm Springs. So I, I actually wanted to share one more thing with all of you. So as you know, I recently did an episode of my show where I interviewed Raymond Lafleur, who is the administrator of the Gay Men of Palm Springs, California Facebook page. And we were talking about the serial rapists in the Palm Springs area who was ultimately arrested and is now going through the legal system. And we were talking about how the Gay Men of Palm Springs Facebook page was instrumental in um, helping to connect the dots and giving a platform for some of the victims and connecting them. It was a very powerful episode and, and uh, Raymond is actually going to the court and watching what's going on and He'll come back on my show to talk about it. But I received this email from someone today that wanted to communicate with me anonymously about uh, the case. And uh, I uh, and I provided I, I responded and I said, I'm, I'm not the right person because uh, I can't use anonymous information. I don't consider myself to be a hard news journalist. Uh, and that I would encourage any victims to go to the police, uh, that they could become, they could stay anonymous based upon the laws that protect victims. And I encourage him to go to mainstream media um, but anyway, he, uh, he, res he responded a couple of times with more in information, and each time I basically said, no, I'm not the right person. And then he's, he uh, basically accused me of not caring, at which point I told him that I didn't like his whole approach, and I was blocking his email. And he responded that that I sound like a mega Republican. Um, and I uh, so anyway, I've blocked all those emails. But I just found it so uncomfortable that when I gave really valid reasons why I wasn't the person to receive the information that I would ultimately, you know, come under attack. Well, it's funny how people jump to a conclusion like that that has no bearing on anything that occurred as a way of, I think that this ties into what we were talking about tonight, where people just, you know, if you're not willing to do what they want you to do or to meet their expectations of you, even if you have no... Um, Kind of authority in that area whatsoever they'll, they'll, they'll jump at an opportunity to um disrespect you and i think that's a big problem um a little bit earlier michael i'm not sure in what response what we said that responded to this is just saying but you're visible in the community I, I think he might be referring to me but all of us have our own visibility um they don't call me the promo homo for nothing. So we're going to wrap up this show, which is almost twice as long as it usually is. By I, I just want to find out what you, what y'all, what y'all are doing for the weekend. Let's start with you, Aaron. Oh, I'm going to tomorrow. I'm doing a dance fit yoga class. All the healthy things, you know. <laughs> okay. And by the way, Aaron, do you have a website yet for people? You're in the D.C. area, right? Right. Not yet. When I get it, I'll share it with you, though. Well, you share it with me because I want to share it with my viewers about how they can find you to train them okay. uh, in your new your new profession as a 
as a personal trainer. Aaron's been supporting this show for a long time, and I want to share the love back with him. Thank you. So, uh, Robert, what are you up to this weekend? I'm writing with your with your pearls. (laughs) Well, (laughs) they're lovely, aren't they? They are. They really are. Yeah. Um, I am writing all weekend because I have set myself a June deadline for publishing not one but two books. So the pressure is on. And it's actually a, an activity that I enjoy immensely. And I have many, many stories to get down on paper. So that's what I'm doing this weekend, writing. And Wyatt. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm writing as well because um, I'm working on my new novel called Bullets and Chocolate. Oh. So I'm going to be, yeah, I'm writing that. And also, too, I've got to put together the next podcast episode of Wyatt. Okay, the Wyatt then. Podcast. Okay, then. Oh, and Michael says, hashtag clutch the pearls. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag clutch the pearls. Okay, so... Uh, even though it's only before seven o'clock uh, on a Friday night here in California, I feel like I want to go to bed early. But uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m., I'm going to celebrate the 20th sober birthday of a friend of mine. And uh, other things as I go along, I have to come up with broadcasting for every night. So that's on my plate. Um, but I embrace it. And uh I appreciate that I have the platform, and I I really I love the interaction tonight with Michael. I love that Aaron joined us, and um, I look forward to having you all back again soon. It's so, always a uh, pleasure for me. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for being here. Thank and yes. for those in the audience, you can see all of my guests' names in the credits because they are all Promo Homo TV superstars. Pay attention okay. to the credits to know what I'm talking about. And notice clubpride.org and check out that website. In a safe place, I got room to breathe. Been a long chase, but at last I'm free. These open woods, I knew I could find peace. Nothing like the city where I got tired of the running, the catching up. I got hungry for the stunning high mountain tops.